The events, characters, and entities depicted on this podcast are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons living or dead or to actual entities is purely coincidental. If you're seeking to be offended, this is a good choice. And if you're easily offended, please throw away this listening apparatus right now. Okay, bye. A breed of dog and age of dog? Yeah, French bulldog. I hate say I talk to him like he's an animal. I love animals. What's his name? Let yeah. me talk, let me refer Pugsy to him. Malone. <laughs> Dude, he's a coolest man. He is cool, eh? I think dogs is Pugsy what? Pugsy, Pugsy Malone. Pugsy. What, you know the Pugsy yeah, Malone. there we go. Malone. I was just gonna be like, isn't that like? Yeah, she. Yeah, I'm a dog, she. she. Hello, man. Malone, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dog, she. Um, our French bulldog's actually French, and it's yeah, they like sipping on wine at the end of the day. Smoke slip cigarettes. Bugsy <laughs> <laughs> Malone, the French gangster. French bulldog. <laughs> uh, so we're with Omar Kazim, and I'm gonna give it to him to uh, introduce himself. Take it away, Omar Kazim. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good to be here. Yeah, I like to be professional. Let me tell you a bit about myself. I'm half Emirati, half Scottish. Oh, comedian, same mm. like uh, you guys, Vishti. So we've been doing comedy together for three years, about three years. Yeah. And the first time I met you, you were in space. I mean, not in space, but uh, like... Oh, man, I was g- doing aerospace engineering. Aerospace engineering. I'm st- I don't know why I just couldn't say that. Yeah. What? So that sounds really cool. Anything space related, like even if you were a janitor, a space janitor, like whatever, I had a, you know, aerospace company, that sounds cool. But what was your job like? What did oh, it curtail? Like I, I was walking to like the, the space center where you control the thing, thinking you'd be like the latest Tron. Mm. But then when you look at the like you know the images and stuff like that, it was like the 1980s Tron instead. Mm. You know, you're just looking like basic stuff. Uh, but it's, it's it's it was operational, so it was like very mundane, very boring. We're not there with a telescope looking at a satellite going, okay, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> like it was pretty cool. We're controlling a satellite, and you know, it was 150 million dollar equipment but essentially you're going working on a software and every single day it was like okay check this it came very monotonous just put in dates checking a few things ticked and just look at results to see whether the satellite's still there oh my god you were almost an accountant dude that's like past information so you weren't really influencing proper uh, on the spot thing but we weren't controlling it like you know having a playstation joystick or something like that that would have been sick so how many people were on your team like it sounds like a one-man job, if I'm honest. It was two. <laughs> Every time yeah, you I go to the bathroom. There we go. <laughs> but what, what was, so was it like a specific satellite? Was it a specific purpose or just? Telecommunications, okay. internet, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not here because they can't you know, compete against cable. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. mostly the rural areas in Africa and stuff like that, where you can't get that stuff, yeah, satellite comes involved. So how long did you do that for? Like six years. Yeah. Was there like, do you were you promoted from pressing one button to two? Dude, I felt like I had my soul like just sucked out my body. You've seen Rid Dick where the guy puts his hand over his face and just sucks oh, yeah. his soul from the face. <laughs> but, okay, so what happened? Okay, first of all, how did you get into it? Or were you just sucked into by, oh, space? This is nah, cool. I studied aerospace engineering in Scotland. Oh, God. That's another three years? Four years. Four years. Four-year course. And this is like just uh, with blinders like you didn't think that oh i want to be a doctor and this and that no man like well when i was young i wanted to just blow shit up 
Wow, you're a mad scientist, most, like most little oh, kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So definitely, I was in that boat. Definitely. I was a little pyromaniac when I was younger. That's Bob, producer Bob used to do that. Yeah. Set a garbage can on fire. Yeah, I said. Burnt yourself, I think. Dude, I was mad, I'm mad dyslexic, right? So I've had like teachers at school tell me, hey, oh man, you're not going to do anything with your life. You know, I was failing like geography and like all the crap subjects sure. or not. And then I went, came back from aerospace engineering, right? Like graduated four years. And I literally walked into my school, you know, all with my ego up, like a hen. <laughs> I'm educated. Yeah, kicked open the door. <laughs> my geography teacher, actually, you know, she was sitting there and she's like, hey, Omar, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I graduated aerospace engineering, bitch. <laughs> all cocky and everything like that. She goes, so what are you doing now? I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've never heard of you, and you're like, aspiring. <laughs> aspiring. <laughs> oh, do you have any specials? Uh, <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I do have loads of specials. Come to Karachi Del Bar. We'll go set over there. <laughs> and I get paid there. Uh, so, six years. So, le- let's just say you want to blow shit up. Okay, you end up aerospace engineering, which is quite creepy. Uh, that doesn't go together. But six years on, what made you realize that? This is not who I want to be or what I want to do. Man, I'm an extrovert. I like pe- I, I like interacting with people. You know, I go on stage to get out of my comfort zone to make people laugh. I'm not one of these guys that will sit from you know nine to five, yeah, staying at a damn computer. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I am. I was an accountant. I was in the firm, and I literally used to go up to people, and with you know the morning cup of coffee stuff like that, and I used to be like, guys. <laughs> Isn't there more to life? <laughs> and Look outside, there's a whole new world. <laughs> and it's a whole new world. Literally, five out of five people turned up to me and they're like, yo, this job is not for you, man. If you're already thinking this in the first six months, this job is not for you. But I was like, yeah, but no one else wants me. <laughs> so I guess I just got to be like you guys. And the same thing happened to me three years later. So for three years, striving and trying to get, I don't know, a promotion to what? I don't know what I was looking for again. Just the money. I think it was just I nah, just had dollar I, signs. I have a fear. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. No, but I have, a, I have a you know feeling like if you look at your boss, yeah, and you oh, don't, you don't want to be your boss. Then what are you working towards? Trust me, I tell people the exact same thing, and also I build on that saying: if you stay here for five years, five years later you're going to be surrounded by these people. Yeah. And they're going to be, I just wrote an answer on Quora related to this because I get a lot of ACC and firm questions because I've been in, it's like going to jail and getting back out. You have a lot of jail knowledge, but, and it's quite useless, but there are people. I know how to shop in a shank. There we go. So in the office, I was telling them that this guy's like, I'm a CA fresher. I hate that term, but so he's passed out of a very tough course and he's like, I'm not sure what I want to do. And I said, dude, if you keep your head down, you work hard, you eat shit. Mm. Which is, I can guarantee you will eat shit. Ah, definitely. After five floor. years, Boom. you're going to be distributing shit sandwiches. So that's going to be part of your job. You better like it because that's your job. And if you don't like it, you're just going to spiral into this confused. You're going to have a first world problem of a fake depression, yeah. you know, onset of this like fake depression. walk into school and shoot it out or some shit like office. that. Yeah. <laughs> office. Replace school with yeah. office. There we go. Which I don't mind. Wait, no. We got to do something <laughs> about that. But you know what I mean? I was just telling him and then he gave me no answer. Construction work. Yeah, construction work going on. We should invite exactly. them into the conversation. Uh, they'd have some good stories yeah, about do. doing jobs that they hate. Yeah, <laughs> They're in the sun right now working hard. So... <laughs> Um, we'll end up committing suicide listening to their <laughs> yeah, story for sure for, for sure so um aerospace and how did you get out it sounds like the mafia dude how did you get out of that dude man i i, I you know 
I just quit my job. I couldn't take it anymore after six years. I felt like I was getting dumber than I was. <laughs> you know, when you're doing the same th monotonous thing over and over again, you know, you kind of feel dumb. Your brain cells stop working and you just see the same graph. So I quit, took a year and a half off, went traveling around the world, like sabbatical. Mm. And uh, yeah, now I'm back here. You know, did a few odd jobs. I uh, worked in Dubai tourism, okay. event planner and international operations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nah, it's been cool. Uh, it's very, isn't it hard once you quit a career of that sort to find another job or to even sell yourself to a company? In most places like Europe or anything like that, if you, if you have the life experiences, they accept that as well. So it's pretty hard to kind of change the career. Yeah. What I'm saying that is, hmm, if you kind of say that it's pretty hard, then you kind of prevent your mind from going it because I meet so many people and saying, oh, no, I'd rather be doing something else. I'm like, yeah, why not you do, why don't you chase your dreams? Oh, man, it's so hard. Life is difficult. But if you keep telling yourself that, it'll prevent you from going and even looking. You know, you kind of, it's, it's like the words you tell yourself. You know, if you tell yourself life is a struggle, then life is definitely going to be a struggle. Yep. Swap those words around, like life is a dance or life is something amusing. Then you kind of look at life as a simpler way and you're like okay fair enough it is hard but i'm going to actually enjoy my time over here i I, uh, i was telling the same thing to bub where how old are you omar uh, 35 35 so i i'm 29 and a couple of my friends are older than me and whenever their birthday is come around they're like oh my god i'm so old i'm turning 30 so and i'm like do you feel old and they're like um you know but 30 and i'm like no no do you feel old that's mm, the point that's the question because i have the same thing where i just shoot out this blindly positive yeah i know same mind bell <laughs> me and omar on the same <laughs> on the same wavelength so if you're gonna turn any age and say i'm old you are old because <laughs> you've just set yourself yeah, exactly. up and you i'm tell on your subconscious that you're old and Man. you feel old and you ache and your body parts hurt and you can't wake up on time and you can't do as much as you want to do so yeah. there is a lot in the mind and i agree and i love that you're here to talk about that because power of the mind power of the mind there is a go. beautiful so, thing what, how have you when did you realize all this stuff because it's pretty it's not orthodox knowledge and mm. also it's not something you can convince people because a lot of people have um, uh, feelings, emotions, even states of mind that they're so hell bent on. Yeah. Like, I am unlucky or I am, I can't do this. And yeah, that, well, they actually did it. They actually did a, a study <laughs> with the word can't. Simple, simple study, right? Essentially, they, they'll get a guy to put his hand and do a strength test mm -hmm. to push his hand down. Mm -hmm. So the first thing they told him not to say anything boom to get to get his natural strength the next time they decided to ask him to repeat him i can't do this or i can't do this something you know negative like that boom they did the strength test he could hardly lift what he did before yeah then they kind of said okay instead of doing that do an empowerment thing i can do this i can do this like really pump yourself up and he was able to lift a lot more you know do a lot more strength so i find that pretty pretty sick the power of the mind you know i've been doing life coaching as well um and like so many people, I hate when doctors come up to like a sick patient and say you've got two months to live. Because then if you tell the patient that, they're going to believe that. Yep, for and sure. The mind will sh shut down yep. two, two months later. I have 60 days. That's it. 60 that's what days, the brain says. boom. And then if your mind gives up, then that's it. Uh, there's this beautiful story about the power of the mind. Essentially, it's this rich guy in Nevada desert. He was flying his private jet over Nevada desert. And he crashed crashes plane they lost him for 12 to 14 days you know in the heat in the Nevada desert it's an unruling place you know, after 12 days 
they they found him alive, and they asked him like, "How did you survive?" And he was drinking his piss and everything like that, which all science, all survival experts tell him not to do that. And they're like, "What was the thought going through your mind during these twelve days?" He goes, "Well, I was going through a nasty divorce, and I didn't want the bitch to get anything." (laughs) 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 Nothing fuels you more than hate, man. Nothing just that one thought, and this is a true story. Go check it out. Like it's a sick story. (laughs) That one thought. This crazy thing is, is like power of the mind. It's you know we all we all kind of know what we want in life but because of life it just like you said you can't do this you can't do this our teachers saying this our dad saying our parents yep. saying this so we kind of fall into the rat race of uh this is how life should be yep. rather than going out and chasing your dreams or yep. i can't do this because someone told me to right who's that person to tell you yep. you can't do that yep. you know even if you go out and have a goal and fail at that goal, right, at least you learned a lot on the way. That's that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's a very important thing. Totally. What you learn throughout the way. Yep. You know, it's 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 a gift of learning and keep growing, uh, which I don't do. I wish I did listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. The, like just like you said, it's the journey, dude. There, there are people who are uh, emotionally dead for like ten years and then they wake up one day, mm. and that happens in the world of business as well. Uh, Colonel, the KFC dude, man, he was, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but it was like 80. He was 80 when his recipe was finally picked up. So, yeah, yeah. I I mean, he was, yeah, exactly. So it's not about, it's tough. Yeah, I know your dreams and uh, you start wondering, is this, am I, is is this right? Am I in the right place? No, I'm being rejected. Being rejected most of the time. But ask yourself, like ask yourself a question. If you're lying on your deathbed, what would you regret? It's so cliche, but that's true. Oh yeah, man. That's 100% true. And that's why people also reflect a lot on people around them falling, man, or dying. Let me just be clear, because then you're like, oh, yeah, I was I was working hard just like him. Hmm. And now he's dead. (laughs) And that could have been me. And that will be me because no one's going to live forever. And would you want to? No. (laughs) Especially being an accountant. What's the use of an accountant who has 500 years? (laughs) Yeah, 500 years experience. They're not going to pay me any more money. So it's all about sort of doing something for yourself and it was something that Manju said in the previous episode which was uh, you got to be helping other people as well man it's not all about you so if you're doing something wrong that's hurting you or the others or the general community it's not going to work and if you satisfy all those three things if you're helping all those three things Mm -hmm. then you will be successful and if you're only satisfying two you got to think about whether it's the right or wrong thing to do oh yeah for sure success is you know different to other people yeah Exactly. I love asking the questions. It's hilarious. In my last job, they put me into, you know, finding the next engineer. And I always ask the question, like, in your eyes, right? In your, I mean, in your words. Uh, it's like of, such a twatty uh, interview. Oh, yeah. Twat, <laughs> in twat. your eyes. I was a dick. Anyway, go on. Yeah, go on. Uh, everyone, everyone was asking the technical questions. Oh, yeah, what would you do if the satellite did blah, blah, blah. I was just like, oh, yeah, in your words, instead of money, how would you describe success? Oh God! All right, but it's, it's 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 a different definition. It's it's like what would you wake up to and look yourself in the mirror and be happy to kind of thing. Yep. You know, you can't you can't base success on money because that comes and goes, right? You know, you can lose a million one day or lose like you know depending on how much you you're worth. Uh, but it's depending on how mentally strong you are on on or like we said, like hitting the goals. You actually learned a lot of goals. Yep. And it's 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 a choice we make. Yeah. You can actually lose all the money sit in the corner curl up and you know do nothing and be depressed or go out and say okay see what i've learned 
I like this aspect of the job. Let me just kind of focus on focus that, on that <coughs> part. So, and also the highest, um, the the most people who suicide are actually super rich. Yeah, mega rich, ultra rich, however you want to describe it. I always tell people whenever I get down, which happens, I don't know why it happens, but you kind of think what am i doing man is it worth it you know these stupid questions and they do linger and they etch in your in your mind which your is horrible your soul so i was i was just thinking would i rather be it's again cliche but i'd rather be broke just not broke uh, no one I, i'm and there's no way i'm going to be broke but just make ends meet drive yeah, an average car live in a normal place and be happy rather than be ultra rich and be super scared of who's trying to cheat me and my money and you know True. counting coins. Yeah, they coins. say money money can't buy happiness. That stupid line. Yeah. But it's easier to cry in a Porsche. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Every cliche coming out this Every, afternoon. Yeah. No, no, but it's, it's basically basically on your values. Like if if you feel your life is unhappy and everything like that, you need to you know sit back and cancel. You know, cut out all the I can't or you can't do this and crap like that. What people tell you to do. And basically, on what suss out your values and say if this aspect is not helping this value, let it go. Yeah. Write a whole new story for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, yes, people are saying what about money and stuff like that, but yeah, I'd rather be like you said, working towards my goal and get a lot of enjoyment out of that. And you'll definitely find a way when you know push comes to serve to get money in that aspect. You just say push comes to serve. Shove. <laughs> I was like, my is that Scottish? My dyslexia is coming out. <laughs> I was like, is that a Scottish saying that I haven't heard of? So we talk about power of the mind, and I think it's a good transition into motivation. Like, w- w- what what is motivation? Like, what do you what do you have to say about oh, that? Man, like, so many people sit there and kind of think, like, okay, fair enough. I need to be motivated to spring into action. You know, what they say is kind of like motivation is not something you can be. You know. That, People wait there saying, "Oh, I need the motivation to do something," and then they can be waiting the whole life and nothing sparks, you know. But you, you know, you need to create that momentum yourself. If you, if you don't feel it, through that momentum, going out and doing something that you can, you know, you kind of like, then all of a sudden the creativity will come at you. Because mm. I, I don't want writing my jokes. I can't sit there in a room and just, you know, mm. write my jokes. It will do my head in. You know, I need to be out and about, walking about the place. So, it, it, motivation is—it's it, not like a—it's not—it's not like a line saying motivation, action, like momentum, action, or whatever the thing is. It's kind of like put yourself into momentum to get the action, and that motivation will come out of it. And hmm. uh, well, I love the whole motivation. Like I'm a sucker for that sort of stuff. I—I I, I know. I think that's the most like um, that's the most trashy thing about me. If you look at my wall, you'll see a bunch of self-help books and. Dude, I, affirmations I just, work, man. Dude, all of that stuff. I'm and I'm. I describe myself as you've seen the Mummy one. Yes. You know his little sidekick, who's a little rat weasel who keeps uh, stabbing people in the back. And there's one scene where the Mummy approaches him, and then he starts lifting different belief systems. Yes. And there's one in Chinese. <laughs> so that's I. I like describe myself as that because I'm willing to try different things. Not I, I'm not going crazy. I'm not gonna go into like black magic. But I'm saying if you tell me an affirmation is gonna work, I'll try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, I'll drop it. And if it works, I'll be like, okay, there's something here, and I'm gonna use this as much as I can. Yeah. It sounds kind of selfish or whatever, well, but you know, well, you might turn to black magic. Hey, producer, no. imagine you walk in, <laughs> and she's there with like a headless chicken, <laughs> with this uh, shaman type shaman uniform over over the dam. Was it star? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Uh, that's too far. But you know, you never know with the results. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's 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 
these affirmations and everyone's like, oh man, because I'm big into meditation and, you know, breathing techniques and like motivations. What does motivation and meditation have to do with each other? Because to me, those are two, it's like um, (coughs) cars and planes. It's two different things completely. Well, yeah, you can, you can say it like that, but you know, motivation is like how, if, if you're stressed out and chaotic, how can you create any beautiful, you know, how can you be creative? You know, but motivation just basically silences out your mind. Um, and I'm not talking about the whole, everyone has a different belief in what meditation is to sit mm. there with your arms crossed going, oh, I'm listening to plinky plunky music. You know, my meditation is more so like, right? You know, you fix your car, you, you know, you switch off your computer to make it rest. You put your car into maintenance. You know, all these products around us that so you have to, you rest or they kind of break down. Whereas, you know, the mind is constantly 24 hours on the go. Even if you're sleeping, you wake, up, you wake up stressed sometimes and you go, like, what the hell? That's like it, me nine times out of ten. Man. It's, it's 24 hours on the go. So why don't you just give your brain a rest, you know? And, and you can achieve that through meditation? Yeah, for sure. Like, okay. it, it's, it's not going to be, you're not going to be in a room for 20 minutes and, you know, straight off the bat be your brain silence. It, it comes. I've, I've read that it's like a muscle. So, so you, you need to train it. Even if you get like one minute out of a 10 minute session, that's fine. Or, or, you know, that's cool. There's no such thing as a, you know, wrong meditation. Yeah. So many people come think, you know, oh man, I, I, my, my brain is going off. I should shut it off. No, yeah. man. It's, it's more about just listening to your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, during the meditation, if you're thinking a thought, notice you're thinking that thought and then just let it go. Right, it's, it's no, it's no wrong way to do it. Yeah, it's just focus on your breathing. That's that, that's it. Yeah. But my big brother, he's like, no nah, man, he's like one of these macho kind of buff guys. Every yeah. time I tell him about meditation, <laughs> he always pictures me with like <laughs> a flower a, in your hair, a flower in my in hair, beautiful long skipping hair. around the place <laughs> in that guru Spreading uniform. Love, you yeah. know, you know, hippie, clothes made out of hemp, hippie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if i like me and bub have no zero meditation training or knowledge even what what how would we start in the most layman basic like if you tell me 20 minutes i'll be like whoa (laughs) even though that's not a lot of time to be honest you could just be browsing through facebook for two hours so that and that is your mind bouncing off rubbish like garbage and it's easy to do that facebook is a whole new ball game i just wait we'll get to that later let me stick to the question easy intro to meditation for everyone who's listening all right well basically well i well, i you know heard like a monk describe it is he calls a mind monkey chatter so oh, yeah. it's like so many things going off in the mind and so you know people out there going no i i don't have a voice in my head you know bollocks you know we all have yeah. voices that we listen to and we all get stuck in it yep and, you know so like i said why don't you give like five minutes a day and rest your, your mind so uh essentially you can do it when you know, you don't need to be closing your eyes. You, know, you can be brushing your teeth and all you can need to do or doing something, a mundane job. All it is is just focusing on your, your breath, realizing what thoughts you're going through. Because if you battle your mind, it's going to be worse. It's going to be like, a, like I said, it's battle. Yeah. You're going to be constantly like, no, I need to stop my mind, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, nah, just focus on your breath, right? If you're not going to sit down, close your eyes, just focus on your breath, realize the thoughts you've been going and do that like a minute a day. Right? And then, like I said, it's, it's a muscle. You do a minute, then go, next day you've got two minutes. Uh, but if, you, if you're silent, uh, then you can actually pay attention to your, your body. <clears throat> you know, you can, right. you know, so I, what, the way I do it is I do mindful, like I kind of go, I, I do the proper 20 minutes, half an hour, kind of sensing my whole body. And I kind of 
like I said, back in the days, I used to be one of these guys that say it was a whole lot of bollocks kind of thing. But now I can see my body in light and it's, it's weird. You know, I've, I've traveled to planes, you know. I've, I've created a lot of space in my room where I used to be anxi- mad anxiety problems. I've realized, like, back to the power of the mind that if you sit there and just focus on your breathing or focus on whatever, you, if it's, you can create a lot of space within the mind. And that's where a lot of creativity yeah. flows in. Yeah, like all these people at work that are rushing to meet a deadline, uh, they don't do a good job because they don't sit back, take a deep breath, and they go, oh, wait a minute, that is where I'm going wrong. But a lot of the times people are just like, you know, deadlines, yeah, deadlines, typing away and stuff like that. And, and literally and their personal things are coming into the emails. Why are they getting so angry Dude, when you just met me? Yeah, because exactly. you're already upset with something in your life that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, so, so. personal healing is like uh, basically everyone says stress ki- stress kills you and stuff like that. So, you know, make it like one minute a day, five minutes a day of silence in, in your mind to kind of de-stress you out. That's why I guess spiritual. There was another about. technique I uh, for uh, sort of like changing your focus or moving away from all these millions of tiny stress creators Mm. you stare at the nib of your pencil for a minute because that's some sort of hypnosis sort of but in simple terms you're just focusing on something that has no effect on you (laughs) what would you rather do come home and you know shy your kids because you had a little crappy day or you know make a little bit less money or come back in happy and you know you know warm your cockles in another way yeah yeah and no one has asked you to do that. Like a lot of parents who beat their wives or shout at their kids, no one asked you to do it. I know you're taking, you've taken it upon yourself to deliver to your family and all that stuff. But why don't you just ask your kid, are you happy? Like, do yeah, you like me? <laughs> it's a very <laughs> tough. I don't have kids. so I, don't, I can't imagine asking a child. And you're like, he's a child. I've wiped his ass and I feed him. Others, he'll die. Right. Does he have the right to have an opinion? That's the kind of reflective communication you got to have. Well, the thing is, it's like as a parent, it's come like an ego. Oh, de- hundred. It's like he's my child. Yeah. So you're connecting the child. He, yeah. he should do what I should do yeah. kind of thing. I know best for exactly. what my kid is. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. So. You know, I, I made this guy with my sperm. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, say. no, trust me. I've heard <laughs> my dad, my dad. This. Okay. He didn't say that, but <laughs> my dad was like, I am the father. So that's it. And he was a horrible father, like from a from a check checklist point of view. Yeah. Uh, couldn't pay the bills, not a man, uh, not in the way you're thinking, but you know, just from a society standpoint, if because you are the breadwinner, if you can't pay the bills, I'm not saying you're no longer a man, but the ability to keep trying and not giving up, that's what a man, that's important to be a man. That's important to be a person. Like, to be a ma- it's, it's, it's mad important to be a person to figure out, figure out on your own and what you want yeah. to, based on your creativity. But if you're a father saying, you know, you're my child, yeah. you do what you want to do, you know. You so do what I want you I to do. I want you yeah, to there do. there we go. You know, that just dampers the creativity oh, yeah. from the start. Yeah. Honestly, I think that would create a lot of great human beings with that sort of fight when you're young. But... It's a very tough battle as opposed to your dad saying or your parents saying, what do you want to do? I want to be a dancer. Okay, let's see. Let's see where uh, that let's goes. See if you can, if you can dance, that's fine. But He'll fail very soon as opposed to a kid saying, I want to be a dancer. And his dad's like, no, you're going to be an accountant. He's not going to stop wanting to be a dancer. He's going to do it. He's going to find a way. He's oh, gonna, hot, and he's going to suffer. 
and he's going to struggle and at one point he could just be an utter failure mm. and he would not know how to deal with that and i hope um you know i mean i I'd, i'd hope for the universe to somehow help him because then he just Oh, give up on everything so like, many people I, in, the, in in this day and age is, is like man we got a massive load of depression yeah exactly and a lot of failures oh i'm a failure this that mm. i know one guy who's basically minted he's making a lot of money everything like that but just small aspect in his life he can't get a wife or anything like that and his mind is like i had it i need to be married at 29 and stuff like that he, he he's depressed you know he's got he's got a, a, a excellent salary it's just his small his, his mind thinks he's a failure in that yeah. way that's because his parents have told him and he's listening oh you need to be this 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 so he he falls short in the aspect and man he's going nuts that's depression not people who are speaking to you cuz no one says dude i'm depressed you it's just signs of depression it's no one says depression. a depressed person doesn't say i'm depressed no, and if you like tell you them got, you got signs for like you know you got baby on board you know signs for yeah. your car and stuff like that you got multiple signs you know i'm a dick kind of thing yeah. you know stuff but there's no signs for depression and there's I, actually no signs for depression nothing and uh, you know i i can't see the i think depression's real you know you got robbie williams can't hang himself yeah. with unbelievable amount of wealth who's on top of the world the fact that there was no communication Yeah. So he never I don't think so I know I, I didn't read about it he never went up to anyone and said I'm depressed guys Help Well me. he he so. he kind of put a mask on Exactly and people in this that's world. what you end up doing that's what work is yeah, work alcohol drugs love to a certain extent is just to numb you down from the reality of how you feel which is why it's so important to n- know and like yourself Dude, if you don't like yourself, who's going to like you? Dude, man. And yeah, then you so strive to buy these material possessions, wear better clothes, and people are like, "Oh, this guy is cool. Uh, He drives like, a nice car." But you're like, actually dead inside. Yeah. If it, like for example, I'm married, but we'll give an example. If you're single, you know, I want to go out and find love, kind of thing, you know? And then you ask yourself, you know, I so many of my friends go, "Oh, man, I can't find the right guy." Or, you know, I'm like, "What have you been doing?" Oh, I'm sitting at home, you know, just depressed as hell. <laughs> kind of thing. I'm like, "Dude, if you can't love yourself, stuff you know who's gonna who's even want to be like, with you it's, yeah but so I, many people are around the place you know depressed and everything like that all just struggling with it they kind of you know either a kind of scared to bring it up you know the ego saying no they you know they yeah, they don't look at themselves like they're vulnerable you know, cancer or they've you know broken the yeah. leg but yeah. it is eating a lot of people inside depression and what they do is what what I what I feel is that's just covering something else you're not getting down to the bottom of it you're For not sure. finding out how you take how you work um and that's why i believe meditation comes in you know mm. like if you can't quiet your mind then you're just running around the world unconscious yeah kind of thing not listening to you know not listening to your needs you're always taking out what other people's needs is so man like you know life is too short like, i find it hilarious it's like oh man it's like oh we need to work we need money 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 and we can only enjoy life after retirement oh. yeah like dude man like yeah. You wasted most of your life putting your head down. You're know, working away. What, what can you do after sixty? Travel, uh-huh. <laughs> travel very slowly. Travel very slowly. <laughs> live, yeah, move to Florida. <laughs> put on some comfortable, fluffy <laughs> slippers on. So I find that funny. It's it's it's. Well, people live the best of lives, you know, after they retire, which is stupid. I, I find meditation works for me. my mind goes in different tangents i'll be talking about one story and then end end up with another one and hour later i'm like wait a minute i didn't finish that story kind of thing so for me what what works is i bring back meditation is just learning to just focus on your breath it's it, it's very simple 
um, we, we, we take breathing for granted, right? Like we breathe all the time. Like my brother is like, what can breathing do to you? But when you realize, when you look at it, when you kind of notice or do mindfulness, when you're stressed, we do like really rapid breathing. <laughs> you know, when we relax, we do deeper breathing kind of things. So when it, it's a really powerful tool to get to. I'm going off t- a tangent again, but there's this guy called uh, Wim Hoffman. Wim Hof, the Iceman. Oh, the Iceman. Yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, d- I have. The nuts guy that's climbed Mount Everest yep. in the shorts. Yep, yep, yep. He ran up Mount he Everest. Ran up. He ran Mount Everest. Dude, I saw him. Right? Okay, he's a freak and fair enough. Well, not freak, but he controls his mind like, beautifully. But I've seen him do like a half marathon in the Antarctic in his boxer shorts. His feet got gangrene. And that's dead skin. Yeah. What he did is two days later, he brought his, he, he, he didn't need to do anything. He brought his feet back. He brought his skin back to life through breathing techniques. Like that guy is nuts. Like I love but. the superhuman kind of like watching these things on Discovery Channel. But through the power, like I do this thing now called the Wim Hof uh, breathing technique uh, kind of thing. Uh, it's great. You watch it online. There's so many things about it. You know, it says you can alkalize your blood and stuff like that just through your breathing kind of thing. But not too many people realize like they always take shit for granted oh we breathe all the time what what is this there you know but if you just really like anything you focus on like you said how do you improve your focus on if you focus if you if you kind of anything you practice you improve yeah you know that could be just like you know or you know i need to stay in my room and not focus you know not talk to people you know if you if you kind of practice that skill you'll you'll find it harder to go out into the world and stuff like that but if you focus on okay i'm going to conquer all my fears Right, and do like a 30-day fear challenge, like multiple things. That's what you focus on. That's where your energy focus, and you'll just improve, improve, improve uh, kind of thing. You know? So essentially, it's, uh, I read this beautiful quote that says, uh, the most powerful prison to escape is your mind. Yeah. Right? Everyone knows about that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like the voice in the back of your head says, yeah. you can't do this. Yeah. You not You're not do good enough. enough. You're no, too what short. What if you do it and people have negative opinions about it? Then, ah. oh no, he's going to say, I suck and I think but a good old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, yeah, but those, words will destroy me. Worst. <laughs> Self, the worst is, I think, self-doubt. Yeah. Self-doubt is the worst. If, if you want to do something, do it wholeheartedly yeah. with positivity. Yep. You know? But that's what you just said. You said, how do I increase you know, my power of the mind? You went out and you just, well, there's a good and bad, you know, all, you know ups and downs. With it. There's always a positive, there's always a negative kind of thing with the internet. But the thing is, Emotions are natural, right? Ever since we're younger, you know, yeah. our parents told us, oh, men should not cry. You know, hold mm. your f- feelings in. You know, why do we need to hold our feelings in? You know? you know, if you believe in a God and stuff like that, you know, it's, that's what emotions are there for. Yeah. Everything is natural. We need to find an unhealthy way to you know, spread that emotion. Where, where and express yourself. To express ourselves, yeah. you know? And fair enough, like we are saying, like, you know, depression and stuff like that that's just like a buildup of negative energy inside you whereas you can't go out and express your emotions naturally to the world yeah, yeah i'm not going to show my fear you know, i'm not going to show my tears because it make me less of a man yeah man i cry a lot man like i watched bambi the other day <laughs> I, I purposely haven't watched bambi because of that because i have the soft spot for animals so yeah, Emotions is natural. It's natural, and if we realize yeah, that as human know. beings, yeah, like, dude, I'm vegetarian, so it's like, oh boom. my god, it's like two x. Emirati vegetarian, boom. Put this goat in your mouth <laughs> now. 
Yeah, but no, wait, well, but that's what you said. Like that's how you got your power of the mind yeah, over yeah. it. Everyone, even like if you want to get into a, a let's say music or comedy or whatever it is, you have to be hundred percent belief in yourself. Because even if you're ninety nine percent and you've got one percent doubt, it's human nature to focus on the damn one yeah. percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it is the one percent doubt that kills people. That oh, literally, yeah, I, I had so many ideas of you know apps. I have so many ideas of this. But I had self-doubt. Oh, I'm not smart enough to create this app, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, a few years later... Pops up. It pops up. You know, I'm like, damn, I've had that idea. Yeah, for so long. And that guy could have had the same doubt as you. Yeah. But he's like, no, I'm going to do the action for this and, like, carry it on. It's something yeah. interesting, Bubbles. I remember we were talking about something uh, behind closed doors. And then you said it, did, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's the so worst that could happen? That's yeah, what I keep asking people. Exactly. What's the worst thing that would you die? Yeah. No, it sounds really easy. Uh, everyone thinks they're a comedian. Yeah. yeah. Everyone oh, yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. I'm the funny guy in the office. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I can do this. I've given the mic to people, dude. They keep heckling me, and I'm like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You see, sound like a funny guy. And then, no, 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 please, you do, you do. <laughs> that's yeah, like, what I, I mean. say is, if you if you've got the balls to go up on stage, all respect you. Like I don't yeah. need to find you the funniest guy. Yeah, mm. It doesn't matter how. And it you doesn't. Do. I, 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 maybe I don't even find you funny. I find you stupid, but I find you courageous. Yeah. The fact that you've gotten up and said, okay, I can talk to people. Because obviously everyone knows the number one fear in the world is public speaking. Yep. Mm. You know? But it's, it's, if, if you start comparing yourself to that comedian, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to start writing jokes like him. You know? And start like working your way towards him. But if you just say, no, I'm not going to compare myself to you. Mm. I'm my own person. Because nobody yeah. wants another Louis C.K. No one wants yep. another Bill Burr yeah. or no big one. comedian. And then you need to find out your own stature or what, what motivates you, what makes you pump and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like I kid you not, if if so many people like you, like you're a wonder. Like so many people out there will be like, oh man, this guy's funnier than me, so I got to give up. Yeah, uh, yeah this yeah. guy. Uh, I've had one bad set. It's not going to work. It's the end of the world. The I thought that when I was younger, I always I wanted to be a comedian since I was like twelve, and uh, yeah. I was like, why would I even bother <laughs> if these guys are doing it like Chappelle and you know? I was just like. I'm just going to watch comedy. That's it. And then when we were 16, It's like what you see. Me and my friend, we went to a comedy club in Country Club in Bardubai. What's that place next to New Goldsuk building somewhere? Me and my friend were not allowed to enter. And I told my friend, dude, one day we're going to come back here. And I'm going to be in the crowd. That's how desperate I was. I was like, I'll be in the crowd. Dude, <laughs> you should have focused on it. I should be performing. No, and then... Such a goal so higher. Then I watched shows with you guys and uh, Amit and... Oh, um, uh, gr- what's her name BB was there and all that stuff and I was like I'm way better than these people so I in my delusion I was like I can be funnier than these guys and um, I'm here now and I'm there's no I'm not funnier than you guys but I'm on the same stature because we're comedians we're performing all that stuff and I so remember I, do I remember saying yeah that's because I'm a crazy person and I remember saying cool. I want to perform with Daniel Fernandez um, and that happened and I met Daniel Fernandez because it was a show that I wasn't called for. I wasn't given a chance. I met him and s- Tony was the host and Tony introduced Daniel Fernandez to me. And I told Daniel Fernandez, I'm going to perform with you soon. And he's like, sure, dude. That's what I tell everyone who says that to me. So I said, sure, dude. Did you perform? A year later, I performed. See? <laughs> a year later. And I told him, do you remember what I told you? And he's like, I'm sorry, bro. I don't remember. I was like, whatever. I did what I did. Uh, I'm going to start talking about something everyone thinks is like 
you know, f- antsy pantsy hippie shit. But it's like the laws of attraction. Yeah, oh, that's the biggest. Uh, the pendulum swings both ways, man. Some Pain people over. believe in it, and some people are like this is garbage. Well, the thing is, you know, it's, it's got misconception. But uh, you did the laws of attraction. He's like, I'm going to perform with this guy. Yep. I'm not going to let anybody stop me. Boom. Yep. Right. It's not the laws of attraction. Is not what. Uh, the, the stupid book the secret describes it as is sit in a room and picture it and it happens it's it's mainly the action yeah it's like uh you've heard of jim carrey story uh, the 10 million dollar oh yeah the check the check yeah I you have, know yeah so he put it in his pocket that's his attraction is that's that's what he was attracted to and he made steps in his life to sm- to slowly go towards yep. that goal yeah yeah now so he attracted himself to 10 million dollars and then boom, apparently when the date came to, uh, whoever doesn't know the story, what happened is he was a broke, struggling comedian and he actually wrote himself a $10 million check that has actually put uh, from acting rendered or something like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, so acting services rendered. Acting services rendered. And this is when he was broke living in like... Uh, I think his car. A car or something like that, yeah. yeah. But check it, check his speeches out. It, it, it's proper cool. He does have some insights. And he put it in his pocket and he actually attracted himself to $10 million. And, and everyone's like, oh, that's crap and everything like that. But uh, he woke up maybe every single day and put something in place to make himself a better person. Yeah. He didn't compare himself to other people. He compared himself. If you're going to compare yourself to somebody else, compare yourself to what you were yesterday. Yeah. So if you woke up today in the morning saying, oh, yeah, I'm a better person than I was yesterday, goes so further than, oh, man, this guy is way better, way than, better me. than me. Yeah. Kind of thing. So you compare yourself to who you were. Yeah. You know? So I, I believe in that law of attraction. Like we said, is, you know, uh, women out there trying to find love and stuff like that. And they're like, why are you, why, you know, why am I dating all these losers and stuff like that? It's because you hate yourself. You're sitting in a room not exuding love. Yeah. But if you go out and say, okay, I'm going to find somebody that loves me and exude love. Like, let's say if you start saying, okay, I've got a dog. Let me just exude love. Or I got something, let me just go out. And people will get that energy off you. You yeah. know, they will, like, people don't think they can feel energies, but it's scientifically proven when someone walks into the room depressed, you feel that depression. Yeah. You know? But if you go out in the world and say, okay, I'm not going to focus on finding somebody, I'm just going to spread as much love as I can. Yeah. People will see that confidence inside you, you know, and you attract. Like, you know, people will attract, like, depressed people will attract. It. Depressed, depressed, depressed yeah. people, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you hang out with successful people, you're probably going to be successful. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, I know it's it, uh, that's too concise a theory, but it does make sense. Um, you know, like yeah, you see that and your tribe, like, you know, you hang out with, I was explaining this to another fellow comedian. I said, would you rather hang out with me and I named four other comedians or would you rather hang out with Louis C.K., Chris Rock, uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, I kept going and she said, of course, the other, <laughs> the other group. And I said, yeah, because you'll be funnier. You, yeah. you could, they'll, they'll destroy you or you're going to up your game. And that's how the world works, dude. Training. If you go to a gym and you train with just the weak people, you're going to be the strongest of the weak <laughs> or no, you yeah, get for challenged. Sure. There's, there's so many people out there that, that you can learn off yeah. and uh, people are scared to, they're actually trying to take it on themselves to, uh, you know, do stuff. But, Man, like, just ask the next guy. Find some guy that 
think you can be when you grow older and say can you do can you either you know sit down with a couple of hours a day or hours you know a week or so whatever spend a little bit of time with you but can you you know mentor me in a way and you'd be surprised so many people would be like yeah cool no worries because people love talking about the success and the troubles yeah. they've had going yeah. through it you know it's like you can either be like, okay, damn, I failed everything, blah, blah, blah. Like I met the happiest dude. Like this guy, he lost 400,000. He's in debt, 400,000 dirhams, right? He was running a, you know, food, a food company, a food truck, you know? What he did was, instead of, you know, going in his room and curling up and saying, oh, man, this is the end of the world, he left for a little while, got his, got his bearings back, and now he's coming back stronger and that motivated him to come back stronger. He, he's like, okay, I've learned this. This went wrong. I'm going to do it this way instead of this way. So he came back with his learnings. He didn't let the, the, his mind be the prison and knock him down. You know, it's literally, the world is a hard asshole of a place, right? Yeah. It's going to knock you down harder than anybody else will. Yep. It's how you're going to come back and fight it kind of thing. You know? It's how you pick yourself up and, mm. okay, you know, there's people out there that's, you know, suffering from mad things and, you know, I'm not professional at this sort of stuff. It's, it's, and people, like people, I've heard the question is like, oh yeah, what if my child passes away, the power of the mind, stuff like that. But yeah, like it's a topic, but if your child dies of cancer, you can, you have a choice. Doing nothing is a choice yep. on anything. You know, you know, you can mourn your child as much as you can. Yes, get over it and as much time as you want. But so many people out there going, okay, my child died of this. I'm going to put that energy into making more people, you know, bring, getting a charity up for that cancer or, yeah. you know, awareness. Drunk, awareness, bringing awareness and stuff like that and find that drive in such a powerful moment in time. You know, so it, it is a choice that we make. You know, and I, I, I believe that uh, I love, I'm trying to change my, the thoughts, no, uh, I'm trying to change the words that I use to myself instead of, because we have to take, we have to believe we're 100% responsible for our life. Uh, You've got to accept that. Yeah. That's the first, you can't, I mean, you, that helps. You can't help the situation around you. You can help you, your, your reactions, your reactions. Yeah, how you react to how it. You react to it, how to react to it, you're a screaming child, you're this, that, you can, you have a choice of doing everything right, that you want. Uh, it's literally the way you just handle it. So, yeah, that's, okay. This segment is brought to you by cats. mentioned anxiety yeah. now like many words in the english language i think that's thrown around a lot um like i'm ocd i'm depressed i have anxiety so i, I i'm not educated enough to know what when to accept that as um uh, you know an actual problem with someone so what is anxiety can you just yeah so i've 
I've suffered from anxiety for like two, three years kind of thing that I've actually just woken out of bed, not wanting to get out of bed kind of thing and just essentially shaking. And I have no idea why it's happening. You know, like when I was saying during my sabbatical, like I was saying like it took a year and a half off. What the hell do I have to be anxious about? I'm going on holiday and I'm doing this, that. But I was woken up with just, I couldn't get out of bed. Kind of thing. Was this happening when you were on holiday as well? Or, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a holiday, but traveling. Yeah, it happens when I travel. It comes up with the weirdest things, and I was like, "Man, dude, why the hell? What do I have to be anxious for?" Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but it, it, it kind of got to a point. That's when I started taking up meditation and trying to figure figuring out what are these thoughts in my head, mm. kind of thing. So when you do silence them, I'm anxious about you know, like what most people are the future, what's going to happen to me, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and what I started doing is I'm trying to control it. it it's, it's the more you fight it, the more anxious you are, the more you try and you, you know, you, you stop your thoughts in it. Like we are saying, you, you battle with them, the more yeah. anxious you're going to be. Um, the best thing to do, what I've kind of realized is just be with those emotions. Don't fight them. Just kind of focus on your breath and let the anxiety run through you and it dissipates sooner. Mm. At the start, it was like, right, I, was, I did like two hours of anxiety, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, because I was constantly fighting, no, I shouldn't be thinking this, I shouldn't be thinking that. And you delve into the, the rabbit hole deeper. Yeah. You know, whereas now it's just like, okay, I'm anxious. Yeah. It let me just feel this emotion and let it, let it healthily run through me. Yeah. So I'm still battling through it. I still have days where, you know, I don't want to do anything like that, but I accept it. Yeah. I don't hate myself for having this. Why am I thinking this way? Why yeah. am I thinking this way? No, nah, you, you come to peace with it. Uh, that's who we are uh, kind of thing. Are there different types of anxiety or is it mainly uh, revolves around the same emotion or the same, you know? No, it's, it's differs from people to people you know we all have fears of different things you know we all believe different indifferently uh it it differs from person to person and what i'm saying is as a society if we are you know more aware of these things and let the guy speak or let the guy show his true self then the the anxiety will dissipate sooner Mm. it's it's constantly it's, it's the world telling you you're not who you are and you're trying to fight it yeah, which brings out a lot of anxiety for some people, mm. you know. But it, it differs from other people to other people. It's just how do you find a way to make peace with it, mm. kind of thing. So how did you do that? Dude, it's, or how are you doing I'm that? A, I'm a think, I'm <laughs> it's yeah, a, sure. One day it's kind of like uh, I woke up with it a couple of years back, and I learned this kind of like the meditation focusing on your um, breath. Breathing. So essentially, I used to have like two hours boom of anxiety uh, at the beginning uh, i'll be like okay let me just focus on my breath and just focus on that moment and then that would be like a moment of peace one minute of peace within two hours and you had to be i was blessed the fact that i had one minute of peace yeah and it kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger essentially five minutes of no anxiety and stuff like that so it's kind of fi- finding a way to deal with it and let it out healthy do you know why this has happened? Because, uh, like, why are you suddenly anxious? Oh, it's or why did it come up when it came up? I'm, I'm guessing it's a fact that, you know, throughout my years, no, everyone told me that I should be this person and I was kind of fighting, you know, I was staying in a, de- like, a you know, aerospace engineering. Yes, it's a great job, but it's just not who I am. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
you know, I'm fighting out my natural instincts to be a someone that makes people laugh, someone that, you know, enjoys people around them, where I was battling with it saying, no, this is the norm. This is going from, you know, nine to five. This is how the world should be kind of thing. And essentially, it's kind of like now it's yes, I'm out there. You know, I've got my fears and stuff like that. Uh, it's just finding that peace with inside you. Mm-hmm. And uh, another topic we were supposed to bring up was addiction. Yeah. So how what 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 about addiction? What? Oh man, there's multiple addictions. Like you know, like recently, you know, I was addicted to Facebook. Like thousands of people addicted to social media. Yeah. And you know, yes, there's you know good and bad points out of it, but mo- unless unless you're getting you know that is what you work as mm. a social media person and yeah. working towards that goal, yeah, that's good use but there's millions of people out there just abusing it like i used to find myself just staring and flicking through pictures for hours on end you know i look at my watch like i thought i'd be there for 10 minutes but boom i wasted like an hour of my time yeah so at one time i just like i was scrolling through facebook and i saw a little post saying do something good today so i just deleted facebook <laughs> Facebook shot itself in the head I guess. Dude, it's a, it's, it's, I deleted it. it and, but it's like so many people out there it's like they did a uh, they had a study and the, the worst for mental health is Instagram. Yeah. It's like there's no writing, there's nothing, it's all you just look visuals. At visuals. And now so many kids out there are like, "Oh man, I want to be this person because he's, you know, private jet or this that traveling all the time. This guy's life is better than mine." And you know, this it creates a lot of self-doubt inside it's you. It's amazing how you look at someone's image and on on Instagram and oh wow, this guy's got a better life than I do. Okay, comparing yourself to other people. Exactly. Yeah. Comparing his life is better than my life. which we were saying we should not do you, sh- you compare yourself to who you were yesterday kind of thing uh plus it says okay i want to be this guy because he's you know wealthy and stuff like that but you don't know the heartache it took for that guy to get to that area yeah and just because you saw a damn picture of him with all these women you know in the air or whatever it is that's the life you want but you go through the struggle and then all of a sudden you're like no i, I this is not who i am and yeah. Yeah. you fail at that and that causes another aspect of depression or sadness that you beat yourself out about yeah it's exactly like what you said it's just comparing yourself to other people yeah exactly yeah exactly so i was there through you know you know i deleted facebook you know like a week ago and like i, I brought up addiction is because i feel addicted it's like whenever time i you know sit down i grab my phone to to yeah. try and scroll with it but when i don't see the app then i put it down i try and be mindful now I, i'm yeah. doing like mindful training and stuff like that uh but it's a, it's hilarious how much you you get aware of the world what's around you yeah like the other day i was seeing there i was like oh my god this is what my toilet looks like <laughs> you know i've got a damn tub <laughs> yeah, all, i'm always in the toilet just yeah. face down in facebook yeah, yeah? yeah. but i'm getting itches it's it, it's weird it's kind of like going for the phone and that i'm sure like in a couple of weeks i'll be hiding in a in a bush in sava park going pss, pss, <laughs> do you have any holiday photos i can see <laughs> <laughs> one of the most um one of the things that disturb my bowel movements when i'm using a toilet mm-hmm. is if my if the wi-fi doesn't reach Dude, i what? i get upset i'm like How am I going to take a poop now man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, can't I can't scroll. scroll I can't see what's up. I can't read my messages cuz that's the office. So in in one of the offices where I worked, every time I went in the toilet, I would literally stop halfway and be like, I don't have my phone. I got to turn around. I go all the way and then when I go back, so the Wi-Fi is only in a couple of cubicles. Mm. Honestly, if I didn't get the Wi-Fi cubicle, mm. I wouldn't go. 
I'd I know skip. that exact feeling. I'd be I've like, gone nah, cross leg back to my phone. Go, right. <laughs> I'd be like, Get this it. toilet means that I have no entertainment, you know, on my phone. So yeah. I, I, there is the whole, I need a break. And at work, it's not like you're going to learn a new skill or anything like that. There is some pro, but I think the negatives well, are no, You say you more. need a break and everything like that. Like... Uh, I used to like reach for my phone as soon as I, you know, get get up in the morning, you know, kind of thing. But imagine you say you need a break. So we're talking about, you know, uh, comparing yourself to other people. It's not a break when you go into the toilet, w- and look at, looking at and you not. see other people going. This guy's so much happier. I'm stuck <laughs> at work, and this with guy's my pants like, down. Yeah, with the pants <laughs> looking out. at these videos. And this guy's uh, like in another country, you know. But then you'll come back to work with more negativity, mm. with more. Yeah. Regret. Exactly. What am I doing at this job? Exactly. So, um, so what did I'm you gain? I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, that's what. What did you, apart from enjoying it, what, what, what are the differences you feel now that you've, you're not on Facebook as much anymore, if not at all? Um, no. No, like literally yesterday, uh, two days ago, I'm like my arms twitching. It's like literally, <laughs> let me download the app again. Let me download the app again. Uh, but what, what's gone to me is like, like I was saying, I'm, I'm I'm being mindful and meditation and everything like that. Now when I go to the toilet, I'm my mind is there. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere else. It's it's not comparing it to somebody else's life. It's not, you know, reading some stupid post or reading a negative comment, whatever. I'm literally in the moment, you know, like I'm in the present moment, which is a cool thing to be in. Why do we need to, you know, look at other people's lives? Like, so many in this day and age, people are looking into the future or regretting about the past. Mm. And we're, we're, we're n- the only way you can live is in the present moment. So what, what I've come to terms with is not looking at my device, is that I just notice my surroundings. Because so you, you find that your, your own way to, to solve to solve. Talk shit about out. emotions. This is the rule. And I'm reading this off the internet. It's not my opinion. Don't make promises when you're happy. Don't reply to anything when you're angry. And don't make decisions when you're sad. Hmm. I think that's a pretty good rule to yeah, pretty good rule. So to go w- by. W- said before is a good practice is take a little breath or two before you respond. And essentially, you'd be like, okay, I don't need to respond that hatefully. It could work away a lot better if you respond in a different way. Because you know? your ego plays it's a your lot ego. that comes it's out saying, ego. I need you to defend it, blah, blah. But then after like, an hour you're like oh, I, no. that wasn't so important yeah, <laughs> I didn't achieve I know, anything uh, I only recently saw him he would just randomly count to 10 <laughs> and I would be like dude what are you doing oh no no I just started yoga hmm. so I'm doing this thing where I just count to 10 and see if my emotions are in check hmm. and I was like oh he's exactly like that he's a hot tempered person hmm. like he gets upset about if his pen falls off the table he's like <laughs> Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, dude, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he would do this like often now. He'd count to 10 and you can hear him. One, two, three. And, you know, his one is violent one. <laughs> and when he reaches 10, it's like calm. 10, 
Yeah. Now that's that's beautiful. That's 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 a cool way to 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 put yeah, it into. Yeah, because I was like, no, no, that's literally what you said. It's almost the counting one to ten is almost like he's just focusing on something else. Focus the pencil nib, the, the, the breathing, pencil, the breathing. I find the breathing the best because yeah. it's always there. Like, imagine you're fo- always focusing on a pencil and you're going to create shit in the mall. Like, people are gonna, pencil. People are going to think this guy think he's like whatever. He's a psycho. He's just staring <laughs> at pencil nibs all the time like, randomly for ten so seconds. Well, I, I won't put it as anxiety. It's just. Like I said before, it's dealing with the emotions in a healthy way. So like happiness, like what I say is wherever there's happiness, there's sadness. So there's always a yin to the yang type yeah. thing, right? So it's or anxiety. There's always extreme, you yeah. know, like whatever it is. Ecstasy. But ecstasy. Yeah, exactly. It's just finding a way to let these emotions out. I know yeah. we sort of deviated, but just to wrap this up on... social media do you have any suggestions to people if not some some people i am of the school of thought that i can't stop my facebook man in an example the podcast uh, performing things like that is there any way to find a balance or w- what would you be your overall take to the listeners hey right now i'm just going cold turkey yeah. i'm seeing how that works yeah. you know uh, i just go cold turkey because literally you wake up in the morning and like maybe just practice it for once so instead of waking up in the morning and going to your phone and looking at an email or something like that at least dedicate your morning to yourself instead of letting your mind wander to work to other people what they're doing so put into practice at least an hour i will concentrate on brushing my teeth and consciously i will get up and you know like we said give ourselves positive vibes or whatever like yeah. try and just amp ourselves up so you take it little by little you know the thing is is you have to figure out is social media being a negative or positive effect on you i found out that there was being a negative effect on me no. whereas i was being really i wouldn't even answer emails i'll be like okay halfway through an email i'm like okay facebook let's see what's on facebook yeah. so unless you you know positively gaining on it getting money you know making it a lifestyle you know doing positive effects to your life yeah by all means go balls deep mm. but if you just think to yourself wait a minute why am i being depressed why am you know why is this hurting me instead of you know being helping me helping me so you have to kind of suss it out whether it's negative or positive so yeah. i i i'm saying there's always you can always create a good thing into like a bad thing out of a good thing or whatever you know, vice, versa, yeah. vice versa kind of thing so it's all up to you man if 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 you're sitting in there happy as larry nothing's affecting you in that by all means you know scroll through facebook so do social media cool I all right I think I'm done. My heart is done. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> the drive back home. <laughs> thanks so much for coming, man. I really appreciate it. Cheers, now. You're welcome, man. Thanks, producer Bob. Hey, thanks, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast app. Follow the Hangout with Rusty on Facebook. Like, comment, and share. See you next week.